0: Welcome to the Replacements Podcast. A little bit different this week, everyone in the league. Uh, There is no Marcus today. He's been a busy man. He's got a lot of things going on. But he's still going to be part of the podcast, just more on an editing side so we can get things straight. So we're going to do our normal thing today. I have a special guest with me today. And as you all know, I am the ICF. Lewis here speaking and who I have with me, well, surprise, surprise, I have none other than our own Replacements League professor, our teacher. He teaches us each week on fantasy football, as well as maybe how to do a promo. We got ourselves Professor Promo here, Shant Boyatsian. Shant, how are you doing today?
1: What up? What up? I'm doing well. How you doing?
0: I'm doing fantastic. I am ready to jump in and start talking about what's going on in the league after week four, as we are on uh, in the midst of week five right now on the eve of the big Sunday, where everybody will be playing, but let's let's not talk about week five yet. Let's take a quick look back at last week first <sighs> let's start off with our games because you and I went up against each other, and this was not uh this was not a close game, but it was not an easy game either because. Unfortunately, I lost. You pulled it out, but it was a very high scoring game. I think the most points scored in the league combined uh, was between you and I. So unfortunately, I lost. You put up 157 in change. I put up 127 in change. So how did you feel about that game? I can't hear you.
1: I'm here. I'm here. I'm sorry. What, what um,
0: is going on with your phone? Don't, don't like, sweat what, it. What, it's, listen. What, hey, 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 wait. Before no. we talk about Weetwork, since we had a slight delay, uh, just, what, what phone do you use? What it's phone a, do you have? It's a,
1: it's a Google Pixel, and it's not my fault. The, it went to sleep. My screen went to sleep, and the Anchor app obviously doesn't uh, maintain connection. It's not my fault.
0: It it does on my iPhone, but I guess on an inferior phone like the Pixel. Okay. Anyway, anyway what I was go ahead
1: what I was saying is our matchup obviously I, I won in glorious fashion I, I'm thrilled about that um mm-hmm. it was definitely a, a battle of the Titans in the league thus far I think we have uh, some of the better lineups um, my issue was with my my roster here is that I felt like uh, I could have put up more points than I did um I started okay,
0: let's let's not talk about putting up more points when I uh I got six points from two players that if I would have played two other players on my bench, I would have put up 168 okay. and one. So let's not even talk okay. about what let's, you could have did.
1: Listen, that's fair. That's fair, but mm-hmm. I gave you the choice of picking my quarterback to start this week. And you chose Baker Mayfield, and I went with it because I, I do love and respect the man. <laughs> Last second, I honestly was gonna throw in Derek Carr. I had a feeling in my gut, and I went with Baker. So we both had players we could have put instead of the lineup we we put out there, but you know, nevertheless, you got forty from Kamara. Uh, it's the guy's ridiculous thirty-five, forty a week. Pencil that in. You got Matt Ryan. The guy is the quarterback darling of the year. I think better than Mahomes when when it's all said and done. And, wow. And so um, I mean, they carried your team really because you had some guys on your team that um, in the low single digits. Yeah. Kind of embarrassing between what you got out of Jordan Howard, Mike. Um, yeah. It's,
0: kicker it's and, terrible.
1: And Phil's defense, which I, I think they'll bounce back this week, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But yeah. I'm happy about it.
0: All right. Well, okay. Well, I don't want to talk much about that matchup. So let's move on to the, the next matchup in the league. Um, one that was also fairly high scoring. Um, we have 100 proof. And 0-4. Uh, and 4. and uh, 100 Proof pulled that one out. What you think about that game? Because that seemed pretty close until the end.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, very, very difficult to kind of predict this one because 100 Proof's spaddy's team has been so good all year long. Um, and Wendell's been so bad. The, the champ is uh, kind of leading the running for the seat of shame this year. Uh, Yeah.
0: I don't think, I don't think he's going to get it, but uh, he's definitely not off to a good start. He's going to have to have a huge rebound week. And uh, I'll be honest with you. He, uh, he, he left, he left Jared Goff on the bench. It was 41 points that would have easily won the game for him. He went with the tried and true Russell Wilson, but I don't know how tried and true Russell Wilson is anymore with that offense around him. So
1: I don't know where that guy's head is in terms of Wendell. Um, He's starting Russell Wilson on the road on a division game. Yeah, it's Arizona, but um, you're talking about Jared Goff on your bench. This guy is on a Super Bowl contender, and I would never, ever, ever have that guy on my bench. So um, Wendell just seems kind of busy. Maybe he's got life things going on, but his head hasn't been in it this year.
0: Yeah, it it doesn't look like it at 0-4, I'll tell you that. But we'll see if he bounces back this week. Next game I want to talk about is Crew Dogs, Roy's team, against Gronk and SeeMyTD's Christina's team. This game was not close. And it wasn't close, in my opinion. Well, you all know my opinion. So give me your opinion.
1: Okay, so um, look, my heart goes out to this one. Um, I think Christina's the darling of all our league right now. And just her her fanship is is doing her wrong, you know.
0: It's all well, it does every year, but she never she never listens to us. It, so it's you know.
1: it's killing her. I mean, with the exception of the trade that took place this week, where I I felt she kind of kind of destroyed hoops. Um, I think uh, she's hurting. She was she's been hurting, and well, let me see the thing here with crew dogs. That's the one team in the entire league that I don't want to face. I don't want to face this guy. I don't know how he does it, but he's got this like ragtag group of misfits that will give you 20 points per position every week. I'm looking at it and I got 20 burgers everywhere. 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 Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what, what is going on. The, guy, the guy's got something. I, I think this whole karma thing, I came in the league. I'm like, what's this guy spewing? Uh, I'm becoming a <laughs> believer.
0: Uh, i'm a believer trust me he won the he won the championship two years ago with probably one of the worst fantasy teams i've ever seen he has a solid team i would say this year not great not bad i'd say it's a middle of the pack team but he does nothing but win and yes i face him this week we'll talk about that in a little bit not right now um but yeah he's he has the midas touch Uh, Christina, yes, she relies heavily on her, her Patriots. She did make a great trade this week. I do believe though, she could have got more for Antonio Brown than she did wind up with, but she definitely won that trade. So good for her. I don't know if that's a trade that is going to move her much in the standings to be quite honest with you, because again, she now is really heavily dependent on the Patriots offense and listen, one bad week and she's bounced out. I tell her this every year. She seems to think getting to the playoffs is a great place to be, which you know what in our league, if you're not getting the seat of shame, you've won. You're a winner in my book. If you didn't get the seat of shame, Uh, it doesn't even make a difference. If you won the championship, that's secondary. So she hasn't got the seat of shame. Um, I think this trade, her team to me was the worst up until this trade. She's made it a little bit better. I think she's inched her way, maybe out of contention for the seat of shame um, with that move. So, all right, let's go on to the next game. We are going to go to the turd, I mean, turn uh, turd bros, whatever they're called. I call them the turd bros. They call themselves the turn bros. Uh, they were back-to-back uh, in the draft. Marcus and Gotham Rogues, Jason Hoops, and giving out wins now is his yep. name. And Give- he is giving out wins, that's <laughs> for sure. Uh, when you trade when you trade away, would he, eh, you know what? It doesn't even make a difference. Let's just talk about this game. Uh, Marcus turned heel, and he is no longer part of the turn. Bros didn't want any part of it after his 0-3 start, and he pulled it out. Uh, not a high-scoring affair, 101-72, 73. Uh, what's your take on that game and these teams?
1: Oh, man, I, I need a minute on this. I loved so much of Marcus's <laughs> promo this week. That heel turn was glorious. It was shades of, if forty any wrestling fans out there, it was Seth Rollins turning his back on the shield. It was Shawn Michaels kicking Marty Jannetty through the barbershop. It was just Marcus punching hoops in the teeth. It was glorious. Uh, great job on that, Marcus. I laughed my ass off. Um, but as in terms of this matchup goes, um, again, I think Marcus's team, he's been making moves left and right week in, week out. Um. And it's it's coming together, it's coming together. I just think uh, he needs some receiver. Uh, between Odell and and Fitz, uh, they're not they're not doing much this year. Um, outside of that, I think I think it's solid. I think he, he's he's gonna avoid the seat if he could clean up the receiving the receivers a bit. In terms of hoops, uh man, the guy needs help everywhere. The his team's rough. I'm not gonna go down his roster, but he had. Three guys in double digits, and that's a defense, a kicker, and a quarterback. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. His lineup, there,
0: you know, he is, um, he's hurting, uh, at running back. He does not, I I have actually talked to him about this. He refuses to come off Dalvin Cook as a starting fantasy running back. What is your take on Dalvin Cook this year?
1: Look, I I believe in his talent, I, I think, um, he's a good back. The thing is with with Minnesota, it's not a team with Kirk Cousins there that wants to run the ball. The guy wants to throw. He wants a pass catching back, and besides that, he's back from the ACL injury. He's not AP. I think we talked about this earlier this week. Um, there, it's you need a freak, freak human being to come back from an injury and produce like that. And Davlin Cook is not that guy. So he needed. He's a year well, away.
0: He's a year away. I- you know, uh, Hoops and I had conversations prior to the draft about Dalvin Cook and I and I like Dalvin Cook as my, you know, somewhere as maybe of my fourth back on my team this year. I love his talent. I 100% think he is a top 16 draft pick next year. I think once he recovers fully from that ACL. But yeah, I don't think he's recovered from that ACL. He has no explosiveness right now. He, he's not popping. His cuts aren't super sharp. You know, and I haven't, I haven't even touched on the fact that Minnesota's offense has changed and it's more of a passing offense. So, yeah, his value is definitely down this year. He took him a little high. You know, he, he's got Matt Breda, but that's a 50 50 back. And he's got CMC, which, you know, he's never coming off a of CMC. I, but, you know,
1: I, I sent him trade offers for CMC and I, I overpaid. And the guy replied, He will not come off of him. He replied, now, with, and this is, But it's my guy, he says. I'm like, I'm trying to help your team. Yeah. Listen,
0: I think, I think Christina did what, what hoops doesn't have the balls to do. Christina's Christina had the balls to do it. She traded the player. She knew she, that would get her something in return and she needed a two for one. She needed maybe even a three for one, but she got a good two for one return value on Antonio Brown. Jason hoops needs to do the same with CMC. He's not going to do it. He's, he's going to live and die with that. And he probably die, um, with it, uh, not, not much you could do there. So, all right, let's go on to the next one. We have Nikki and Gene's teams. We got Connor with an E and Curse of the Pharaoh. Um, not a very close game. Curse of the Pharaoh pulled it out, one eighteen and changed to ninety two. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was a game. What do you, what do, what do you got on this one? What do you got on these guys?
1: I'll have you know, uh, Gene dropped a promo today for an hour or two ago, and he came, he came at the professor. Uh, he, needs to oh. be, he needs to be cautious with what he's doing there. Um, <laughs> all okay. right.
0: Let's just talk about this game, and then we'll get to next season.
1: I'm just saying. Anyways, um, this game, look, Gene's team is, is solid. He's uh, he's going to be in the top – I'd say he's a top four or five place in the league. If not, he has a chance of winning it all. Um, his team didn't even produce, and he went out dropping a 118. So, um, solid output for a team that's not even putting up – consistent points down the roster in terms of, uh, Nikki, you know, he's, he's got that Le'Veon bell bug. Um, I think his team will come together as soon as Le'Veon bells back, but he's not going to end in the middle to upper, upper echelon of the league. Um, he's got issues at running back tight end now with Eifert breaking his leg. And I don't even know if Enoon was going to play this week, but, um, yeah, his strength is quarterback and receiver. Besides that, he's got nothing.
0: Mm, Wow,
1: that was strong.
0: Uh, I think his team is solid. Again, he's a middle-of-the-pack team, maybe like you're saying, where he's kind of at right now, seventh in the league. Uh, He's a little bit hurting at running back. He's very thin there. He's got to get Le'Veon Bell back, but he gets Le'Veon Bell back. It, It helps a little bit, but it doesn't give him any depth. You know he's really got one running back. He's, he's got no end tight on end
1: right now. He's got no tight end. He has mm-hmm. Eifert with a broken leg and Jack Doyle, who it's it's Eric, Eric Ebron's show there, uh, even when right. he's back. So he he right. he's got a big hole to fill there.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll touch on that in a second. All right. Last game of the week we're going to talk about here is. Uh, Greg and Randy, positive Posse and uh Field the Hearns. Uh Greg and Randy. This was uh this wasn't a close game. Greg put up the most points this week. He edged you out by one point zero eight points, I believe, or something of that oh, nature. my dude, math is very, correct.
1: Very upset about that, but obviously <laughs> I still have the points lead in the league. Um yeah, Greg's team came together. It's it's solid. It's solid, top to bottom. Um, I, I got a lot of love for Greg's team right now. Um from running back to receiver, his quarterback. He took my Dalton, which I had early in the year, and that guy is putting up points left and right. Um, moving on to to Randy, gosh bless his heart. I mean, I would pay money to not have him get the seat this year. it would really it would hurt my feelings. Um his Randy's team's all right, you know. He just needs to clean up a little bit here and there, but he's got some some issues at receiver he needs to clean up. Um, yeah, he does have Julio and Sterling Shepard, but that's not going to cut it.
0: Yeah, I mean, they they were good for him last week as far as putting up some points. We'll see where he goes. I think Greg's team is a powerhouse type of team. He got off to an 0-3 start. I think he bounces back. I think he finishes in the playoffs, and then who knows what happens from there. Randy's going to have an uphill battle. I, I personally hope he does not get the seat again. He handled it like a champ. Uh, I Power don't want to see him get it. How- uh, I don't want. Yeah, he really did. I don't want to see him get it. I want to see somebody else get it. So, all right, that is the end of our recap there. Well, it was an interesting week. We got a lot to look forward to. Let's look at these. Uh, we're going to move forward now. Let's look at some uh, starts and sits of the week. Um, who you got, who are your, who are your starts and who are your sits for this week?
1: Okay, so Spatty didn't come through with the Spatty Starties and Cities. Um, so I'm just gonna riff off a couple
0: plays. Well, we didn't we didn't get a chance to speak with him on that, so it wasn't his fault. So don't don't throw him under the bus like that. God, you're uh-huh. such a dumbass. That's not what you such a said. Douche. That's not what you said in private. Oh, uh, here we go. All right. <laughs> Moving along. Let's talk about the starts and sits. Okay. Um all right. So this could
1: be sleepers as well, right? Just a little bit of everything.
0: Yeah, you could throw a sleeper in there, but let's talk. Give me your starts first. Let's start at quarterback. Who's your start at quarterback this week?
1: All right. I I really like uh, it's the chalk play of the week. It's Blake Bortles in KC. Um, The guy, Leonard Fournette's not there. Without that guy in there, that is a pass-heavy team. Even with Yeldon, you see Yeldon catching balls at the backfield. Um, So I'm going with Blake Bortles.
0: All right. Uh you know Blake Bortles is one of my guys as well as for a starts So I, I definitely agree with that. Uh I'll I'll tell you I like Alex Smith as well. So Alex Smith's definitely a start uh who, for me as well. Who, whose team is he on? It doesn't make a difference, who cares? Running back. Who do you got on your starts?
1: Okay, okay, okay. Obviously, my guy Aaron Jones in Detroit. Mm. I think this is the coming out party. The, I benched James White for this guy. I don't even know. Like, it, it messed with my stomach a little bit seeing James White this Thursday. Um, but I think Aaron Jones is going to not only match, but he's going to exceed those points. I'm putting him for 20 plus.
0: Wow. All right. Uh, you know, I could see that Aaron Jones. I, I like him as well. Uh, my start. I'm going, I'm going to be a little bit of a homer here, but I have a feeling below Powell is going to have a big week this week against the Broncos. Um, I think, I think you're going to see somewhere between 15 and 20 points from him for sure. So that's what, that's what, that's who who I'm liking at running back. So Aaron Jones and below Powell for me would have maybe, maybe even Chris Thompson. I think out of the backfield, you're going to see a lot of whoever has Chris Thompson should definitely start him this week against the saints. All right. Wide receiver. Who do you like?
1: Okay, I mean, look, the chalk, the chalk call is anyone in that Pittsburgh-Atlanta game. It, it's mm-hmm. from Antonio Brown, Julio, Ridley, Sanu, Juju. Uh, I mean, that, that over-under is at 58 right now, and they should have probably set it at 80. That game is going to be just a score-a-palooza.
0: Wow. All right. Okay. Uh, you know who I like this week? I think Jordy Nelson's gonna have a big week against the Chargers. Don't know why I like Jordy this week.
1: Oh, you know what? Can I throw one more receiver in while you're at it? Sure. Call in that Charger game. I think there was a lot of talk about this guy's uh, knee injury this week. Full on smokescreen, in my opinion. Keenan Allen is gonna remerge and he's gonna just ball out in All that right. game against Oakland.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going to piggyback on your Blake Bortles um, start and say D.D. Westbrook is is probably going to. He's been getting some big targets the last couple of weeks. He had a monster week against the Jets last week. Blake Bortles seems to be finding a little bit of a rhythm with him. He's been going to him a lot. They seem to connect. I think D.D. Westbrook's also a start. I like it. All right, tight end. Who do you got?
1: Okay, so there's the general tight ends that are dominating the league right now, and that's your um, the Jared Cooks the George Kittles of the league. I'm going to talk a little bit, a little sleeper tight end here. Can I please?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I we might be on the same page because I got a sleeper tight end as my start as well.
1: Oh, we're not going to be on the same page. Uh, okay. I'm calling your boy, Jeff swimming in the rain. That's his new nickname. Swimming oh, in the rain, Dallas Cowboys tight end against this, terrible Houston defense, especially against tight ends. This guy I'm putting up for two touchdowns,
0: 40 plus yards. Uh, Did you even get his name right? Yeah. It's Jeff Swaim. I know, but you called him swimming in the rain. No, I said Swaim in
1: the rain. I gave him a nickname. It's a nickname. He's Swaim in the rain. Do you get it?
0: Like swimming, singing, singing in the rain. Yeah. Cool. Great. All right. My my sleeper tight it's end a is, It's a thing. It's a thing. I got it. I got it. We're, we've moved on. We're, I will be picking Ricky Seals-Jones against the 49ers this week. I think he has a coming out party. I think Josh Rosen has a good game, and I think Ricky Seals-Jones has an even better game. Uh, oh, uh, I like it. I like it. I like uh, it. That's, my, that's my sleeper this week. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's talk some sits. Let's talk some sits. Let's go back. Quarterback. Who are you sitting at quarterback this week?
1: My quarterback sit is, I mean, as much as it hurts, it's Baker Mayfield. I can't i can't start the guy against Baltimore, even though the game's in Cleveland. Um, I think after this matchup, he's a start for weeks to come. But Baker this week is a sit for me.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to put my neck out here, and I'm going to go Patrick Mahomes is a sit this week. Yes. Against the Jaguars' defense, I'm NJC. going. Yep, yeah, I'm I'm going. I'm going Mahomes as a sit this week. I think he had a good week last week. Uh, he put up some points at the very end to pull that win out. Jacksonville's defenses—that's that's the real deal. I I like that defense. So yeah, Patrick Mahomes for me. Okay. All right, let's move on. Running back. Uh, I'm going to lead off here, and I'm just going to say it: Dalvin Cook, Latavius Murray, who, whoever's running in that game is a sit in my opinion. So that's it. And uh, yeah, that's my sits for running back.
1: Uh, My sits are Carlos Hyde and Chris Carson. I think the obviously Baltimore D is tough. That's a tough, tough game for the Browns. The Chris Carson sit is for me on the back of the Mike Davis emergence. This guy is a real running back in my opinion. He's going to take over that backfield. Chris Carson is just injury prone. He doesn't run hard, in my opinion. And Mike Davis is, is a complete back. He's tough. He's gritty. He's dirty. I just like the way he was running last week. And I, that's my sit. Chris Carson is my sit this week.
0: All right. All right, wide receivers, who you got? Who's, who's riding the bench this week in fantasy football?
1: Okay, I'm going to piggyback on your Patrick Mahomes play and say Tyreek Hill, uh, this guy's going to have single digits this week. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen for him. He's going to get shut down. Um, he may not be covered by Ramsey the whole time, but when he does see him, he's, he's not going to get anything done.
0: You know, it doesn't make a difference. Uh, the, two, the two cornerbacks on that defense are fantastic between Ramsey and Boya. Uh, I'm I'm actually going in that same game, and I'm saying sit Sammy Watkins. And just as a bonus for you guys out there listening, I'd sit Demarius Thomas as well. The guy is just not the fantasy receiver he used to be. He's lost. He's lost something. He doesn't have it. I mean, uh, I I'd sit I, him. Emmanuel I, Sanders is the wide right receiver I uh, have in Denver.
1: Can I just speak on that for a minute? Um, sure, sure. I th- I think Demarius Thomas still has a little juice in his tank. It's a matter of the Keenum. Keenum whiffed on him last week on a touch and just, I mean, it, it threw, threw the ball into the rafters. It was eight feet above Demary's head. The guy is not there. He's not gilling on this Denver team.
0: So, right. I don't know. All right. All right. Last but not least, the tight end position. Who is the sit at the tight end position?
1: Okay. Um, can you start this one off? I'm a little hesitant on this one right
0: now. Sure. Uh, I am gonna go complete opposite of you, and I'm gonna say we're gonna sit. Jeff Swain swimming in the ring. You, you that's can't. That's what I sit. say. He's he's already he's not really a start, so you're calling him a sit. I'm calling him a sit. You're you called him a start. I call him a sit. All right. That's that's my gut. That's why I say sit. Uh, you know, Rhett Ellison, I think another another guy that's uh, been thrust into action due to injury over in, uh, on the Giants, probably a sit as well.
1: OK, and I'm going to say um, David and He's a sit for me this week. I- I'm just not high on that Browns game. I'm giving Baltimore defense a lot of credit. And uh, it's just where I'm at. David and is a sit for me.
0: Hmm. I actually kinda like him this week, but I could see that. I could see it being a sit. I don't know why I like him this week, but I, I, I could I yeah, I could see him being a sit. So all right. That's the starts, that's the sits, and let's wrap this up and let's take a look moving forward into this week's matchup. So I'm gonna start off with your matchup. It is you against Gene and Curse of the Fowers against S- Boy Wonder. Our sixteen-year-old male prostitute team, can you change your name of your team, please? please listen, listen. Um,
1: honestly, the professor was gonna do this podcast, but he's he's been struck. He's 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 something's come over him. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's this matchup with the Pharaoh, but it, he's worried to say the least. Um, in terms of my team here, I got. The bye weeks, okay. I got no Mike Evans, no Allen Robinson, mm-hmm. so you got Brown and Jeffrey starting my lineup. Um, and never let, never mind that. I got J- Jamison Crowder starting, so I don't know what's up. I- I'm kind of scared of uh, Gene's team here. He's got Mark Ingram going, and that's kind of part of my bold prediction this week. I think Ingram's gonna outscore Kamara, so uh, I- I'm worried about this matchup,
0: say the least. All right. I would be worried too because I'm picking Gene to win. So oh, thanks. I pick myself, of course. <laughs> of, of course. Uh, well, let's move right into my matchup. Uh, me, alcohol fueled against Roy and the, his his uh, misfit team, the Crew Dogs. Who you got?
1: <sighs> you know, I'm gonna take Roy because I, I'm not gonna count him out. The guy, the guy's team's magic. It's your team is solid. But there's nothing mystical or magical about it. <laughs> there's
0: there's nothing <laughs> magical team. like Roy's team. Nobody Roy's has a magical team. touch it's like Roy. Got a
1: freaking aura around it. It's glowing. So I'm taking Roy.
0: Sorry. Yeah, no, I I could understand. I look at the matchup, and in my in my heart of hearts, I look and I go, this is a win for me. <laughs> but Roy just always seems to have the mightest touch, and The unexpected always seems to happen for Roy, and he puts up some points. He just pulls out the win. Whether he pulls out the win, winning 83-80 to because his team is terrible, but then the other team just underperforms, or he just outperforms. It doesn't make a difference. Roy's a winner, and it's really hard to not pick him, even though I would like to think I'm going to win this game. And on paper, I should win this game, but uh, I think it. I might. Pick I'm, pick, I'm picking Roy. I'm picking Roy. He's always wins. He's got, oh my the, Midas oh my He's got the Midas touch. Reverse He's got the Midas touch. He's got the Midas touch. Okay. He's got All the right. Midas touch. There's not There's not much we could do. All right. So let's talk about Christina's team playing Spatty. So it's Gronk and See My TDs against 100 proof. Who do you got here?
1: Jeez. I mean, Christina had a chance here to really put her, put her foot on the throat of Spatty's team but she just didn't do enough Thursday. Four players in, she got 60 points out of it. It's not going to be enough, I don't think. Yeah, um,
0: half her half her team played already, basically, yeah. and she's got 60 points, um, which is not bad. Uh, not only not. really Tom Brady reached his projection. Everybody else was under projection. So not that we care about that, but no. if we go by indicators, you know – yeah, she she didn't get off to the start that she, she needed.
1: She needed another another twenty, twenty-five points at least, um, to yeah. even combat with Spatty's team. And I got Spatty. Spatty didn't have a freaking kicker in there and he's he's still projected to score more.
0: Yeah, I mean she's got a game where she's got two running backs going against each other. I think both of them are gonna be sits this week. You Carlos Hyde and Buck Allen. Uh Sunu, I think, has a has I actually think Sunu's think gonna has, have a better week a this game. week. He's
1: gonna have a good game. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's going to have a good game. I like him over Calvin Ridley this week. That's how much I like Sanu this week. So maybe, maybe we'll see. Uh, but I'm going with Spatty on this one. It's just, his team is just too, just too much. That's, too it's good. a beast of a team. It's, it's, too, good. Good. it's, it's too good.
1: Starting yeah. lineup. It's amazing. Yeah.
0: His wide receivers are just to die for. To die for. Yeah. And then, okay, other game. Let's talk about this game. We got the Gotham Rogues. Marcus's team versus positive posse. We got Greg's team. This one, I uh, I don't know how, but Marcus put in Fitzgerald. I, I think Fitz is droppable at this point is what it's looking like. Yeah. And he, he could have had Ebron in there. Ebron put up a ton of points this week's 27, and he has him on the bench. He went with Fitz. Maybe a little Homerism, maybe a little, I think, I, I don't know what happened there. But it's going to be tough. Uh, but looking at this, I'm going to go with Greg on this one. I think Greg pulls this one out.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh maybe if we had a running back flex in there, you could put Carry On Johnson in there, Marcus. But we don't. So, um you're in trouble. I'm taking I'm taking Greg as well. Is that Just a shot.
0: shot? Would you like would you like a running back in the flex next year? Is that what you're trying to say?
1: Uh, uh we would we discuss this inside thing.
0: Yeah, we'll have we'll have a, we'll have a league meeting about that, but the answer right now is no. no. Uh moving move moving on, uh let's take a good look at who is playing Connor with an E and field the Hearns. So Randy and Nikki's team. Whew! This is an interesting one. Uh, who you got?
1: You know, uh, uh, this is this is Randy. This is Randy by a mile. He's gonna win this game. Um, he's got a lot of guys I love in terms of Freeman and Peterson this week. His backs are so strong; um, they'll carry him to the promised land alone. And then he's got Julio in the highest scoring game of the week for me. Uh, I can't. Randy's going to run away with this.
0: Mm, I don't think Randy runs away with this. I think it's going to be a close game. I think Mickey is very dependent on two players. I really were borderline is going to talk about having a sits this week. I think you picked one of them as a sit and Tyreek Hill. I was borderline on Tyreek Hill for a sit. I think think Kansas City is going to be creative and get, get him some points. I think Tyreek Hill will be okay. The big concern I have this week is Carson Wentz. I don't know why. I feel like he might be a sit. Um, oh, my gosh. That's the one start I got on his team. I like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it is going to be a, a closer game, and I am going to say – I'm going to say Nikki pulls it out. I think oh. Nikki pulls this one out. I think Nikki right. pulls this one out. All right. All Okay. All right. Let's go to the the final game. We got Hoops versus Wendell giving out wins versus 0 4. Hoops seems to already have conceded this battle uh, since he thinks he's giving out wins here. Um, What do you got? Who do you got in this game?
1: Uh, Strong start. Strong start for uh, Wendell here with uh, Sony and and Gordon, who somehow got he scored. What are you going to do? I think I'm still taking Hoops. I, I, I love, love, love that Pittsburgh game, okay? And with Antonio Brown performing, he's got Christian McCaffrey. I think those are going to be huge performances. And then and, uh, Aaron Rodgers always delivers against Detroit. Um, I, I, I like hoops. I like hoops to pull W here.
0: Well, again, I think this is another matchup that's going to be very close. I think there's... Good matchups they both have. Jared Goff, I think puts up points in Seattle. Earl Thomas is not there. That that The whole Legion of Boom is gone. Seattle, he might throw for five or six touchdowns this week. So he's going to have a monster game out of Goff again. Uh, this time he's playing him. So that's good. Aaron Rodgers does always play well up against Detroit. I think Aaron Rodgers puts up a monster game. There's a lot of, a lot of things I see that are very even with this team here, as far as the play goes. So, I got to say if I'm
1: if I'm wrong about the the Pittsburgh Atlanta game, uh, Wendell's got this. But between
0: between Brown, Hooper, I mean, uh, I don't don't think Hooper does anything. And I think that's where I think this game is going to come down to two players, which two players will outperform the other two. And that is going to be the tight end position for these guys. Does Kittle outperform Hooper and does Will Fuller play and outperform Marvin Jones Jr.? He and that's going to be tough. I don't think he does. Marvin Jones Jr. seems to have big games against the Packers. Um, but Fuller, Fuller, when he plays, all he does is score touchdowns. So it's going to be close. It's going to come down to that. I am going to go with – I'm going to go with Wendell I, just to be the opposite of you. Okay. I am going to take okay. Wendell because I feel like we're splitting hairs on, on what's going to happen in this. Okay. Uh, all right. So that's all we got on our predictions. We got our sits and starts out of the way. We're about to wrap this up. Do you have any sleepers? Who do you like this week that we haven't talked about that people should be playing?
1: You know, I mentioned my tight end sleeper is uh, Swimming in the Rain. Um, I love him, love him dearly. And then, obviously, Aaron Jones. Besides that, I'm going to just say it right now that my upset of the week is going to be the Jets will beat Denver. So, I like Jets players. So, you said Bilal Powell. I thought that was a great call. Um, I think you can you can throw in practically you know what? Here's my here's my sleeper. Robbie Anderson scores a touchdown this week.
0: All right. Okay. Well, here's the deal. I don't like the defensive backs in Denver anymore outside of Chris Harris. They they are beatable and if Chris Harris lines up against the Anderson's going to have a monster game. If if they they move Harris to to you know what, if they move Harris to cover Anderson, Nunwa's going to have a big game. So I I I also feel like the Jets are prob- should win this game. I, it, it Again, it's going to come down to two things. One, can the Jets stop Von Miller from getting to Darnold? And can the Jets get a pass rush? If those things happen the way I think they will, then I yeah. do believe that Powell has a monster game and one of those two receivers will have a big game well, for the Jets.
1: Let me throw one more comment in there about this. We talked about how Sam Darnold hasn't had short fields. I think the Jets defense is going to give him short fields against Keenum this week, and he's going to have little 40-yard, 50-yard drives for touchdowns. Sam Darnold's a must-start also. Let me throw that in there. Sam Darnold's a must-start.
0: Yep. Wow. Well, there's another sleeper for you guys. I mean, yeah. All right. Well, I'm just going to, from your mouth to God's ears, and let's hope that happens for my sake because the Jets could use a win this week. Uh, But, listen, it's a rebuilding year, so I'm okay with if they lose. I'll, I'll take the higher draft pick as well. Anything, anything else you want to say before we wrap it up?
1: Uh, Gene, I'm coming for you. You're done. You're done. Five
0: oh. and all. Oh, all right. Well, there's that. Listen, Replacements, another great week in the books on week four. Looking forward to week five. We'll be back with you again next week. And with that said, Sean, no, Professor Promo, and me, <laughs> and me, your interim commissioner forever, out. Have a good weekend.